0: Hi, and welcome to the Day One Podcast. My name is Simon Moran, and the essence of what the Day One Podcast is, is essentially where I meet with uh, top entrepreneurs in the Valley of Arizona and just interview them on their Day One, take them back to when they first started and bring them full through their journey and their experience of you know how they got to where they are today and kind of Lend some advice as well as talk about some of their current activities that they're doing. So today I'm interviewing J. T. Bell from Bell and Associates, and I'll let Jt. kind of introduce himself, who he is, what he does, and you know we'll get into it. JT? All right, I'm one of the partners and owners at Bell
1: and Associates. Uh, we're a tax planning, insurance, investment uh, kind of financial world, and we represent a bunch of different. Advisors and producers across the country.
0: Okay, so kind of taking it back there. Where did you uh, grow up? Originally? One of the few uh, born and raised here in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, so I'm a native Yeah, I myself am also a native to Phoenix Uh, We've kind of connected as well on the level that I went to Brophy College Preparatory in downtown Phoenix and JT also went there. I have some legacy um, that my family, my father and all his uh, all my uncles went there and as well as my aunt went to Xavier So we have a couple connections growing up in kind of the same town it's, it's funny how Phoenix, you know, it's grown so much since, you know, when my dad, you know, grew up here in the 80s But it still has that small town feel But uh, it's really grown and, you know, it, it acts in some ways the old way with the connections You run into all kinds of people that you know all the time But It also is welcoming a lot of new people into the Valley. Uh, Have you seen, you know, an uptick in business because of that? Or do you try to attract new business from, you know, outside individuals coming in town?
1: Yeah, we like to kind of pride ourselves on our local presence. I mean, being in the Valley, based in the Valley 40 years now um, with uh, maintaining a good reputation is probably one of my biggest senses of pride. And uh, we really like to focus on uh, the southwest region, Arizona in particular, Uh, but we do operate nationwide and get business from all across the country.
0: And uh, how did you find yourself getting into the insurance business originally?
1: Yeah, uh, for being what I consider young, young at heart anyway, 38 years old, it goes back uh, 21 years. I got my insurance license when I was about 17. I I don't even think I could legally get into an R-rated movie, but uh, <laughs> let's just say my father has always been a uh, tax planner, and I happen to be a very large producer at a very young age, and you can read between the lines on that. Sure.
0: Yeah, it was kind of a prepared question on my end there, but um, how does that family dynamic kind of play into... Uh, how you run a business today, obviously, you know, a lot of our potential listeners may or may not be thinking about going into business with their family. And, you know, sometimes it's a good track record. Sometimes it's, you know, it doesn't always work out. So how do you kind of scoot around, you know, some of the situations that you walk into, you know, running a business with the family? Well, one thing just kind of um,
1: taking it back to how I got into the business and why I wanted to it was... Uh, ever since I was a kid, I think my dad was one of the first people to ever have a car phone. And yes, it was a car phone back then. Um, and he would be uh, working deals, talking to agents, uh, doing all that. And we were riding to Mexico or Flagstaff in the back seat, And I was the annoying kid that sometimes during the call, I couldn't even wait till afterwards asking him a million questions why don't why did you say this why did he say that and really got osmosis uh, learning uh, from the business and and that was pretty cool and then going on all the trips my dad super successful always a top salesman in the country and uh, got to go on some pretty amazing trips with some of these top carriers and uh, I was
0: sold at a young age so How did, you know, kind of taken back, you know, whether it was in high school or college or obviously as a kid, you were presented with, you know, visually being able to see and also participate in what your father did. You know, how did that transition take place from going from high school to college to kind of coming into the business? Where did you start and where did you end up? Yeah, so in high school, I I mentioned I got my insurance license, uh,
1: then basically went to college and then would come back and intern in phoenix uh, i was going to school in san diego and uh would literally sell term insurance over the phone and the fax machine so again i, I think i'm uh, young at heart but i was doing business via fax and over the <laughs> phone and you know we, uh, us insurance guys get kind of a bad rap i think uh used car salesmen are above us in the pecking order. So selling term insurance over the phone when I was basically a freshman in college was uh, an interesting start to the industry. And I purposely went to not my dad's agency, but one of our kind of downline advisors to kind of cut my teeth and, and learn from someone other than my dad who's not a great teacher, but, uh,
0: a good teacher at the same time if that makes sense. <laughs> okay, so kind of being born and bred into this um, you know, successful environment, you saw your father, you know, have success and obviously you wanted to fall in the footsteps and kind of achieve to some of those levels. In considering that, how do you structure your goals and how do you plan for the future as far as uh, your, you know, on on what it is you want to accomplish with business?
1: yeah I mean we're kind of unique for uh running an agency like ours. I and my partners are all under forty and um, that's very unique our our demographic, our industry is uh that normal age or average age of an owner is probably in the mid sixties uh, and and often older than that but the reason I mention that is we have a longer runway than most and so that shapes kind of our goals and our trajectory and we're trying to focus on uh, younger demographic and some of the cutting edge technology and software platforms and that sort of thing to uh, keep up with
0: the changing times. Sure. And considering the fact that, you know, a lot of millennials are, you know, starting jobs and they're kind of getting into that, you know, point where they're having kids or they're getting married and they're going to have to consider, you know, what their financial future is going to look like and, you know, potentially what retirement is going to look like for them and how to structure, you know, a plan like that the best, you know, considering the fact that you work in, you know, the insurance industry and deal with, you know some of these is- issues. What advice would you give a millennial on uh, you know how they should potentially structure their retirement?
1: Yeah, I mean it's kind of cliche, but starting early uh, is an important part of it, <clears throat> and then also sticking with <clears throat> sticking with a plan. Uh, meaning there's all sorts of things that are going to catch your eyes monetarily, but having some money that's off limits to yourself is a huge uh, bit of advice and um, some of our products kind of force you into being long-sighted in your goals rather
0: than uh, short-sighted so kind of looking back you know part of this part of the structure of uh, you know this podcast is really to delve into the you know entrepreneur aspect of you know business and approaching things and uh, exploring kind of the ups and downs in business and and, you know, how you uh, should approach different situations. What's an example of, you know, maybe a, a large success and maybe, a, a, you know, a, a lower downfall that you've gone through that have really shaped you and taught you a lesson on, you know, how you run business nowadays? Um, let's see.
1: A bit of success. <coughs> Excuse me. Is uh taken a leap of faith with some of our, top advisors and doing a recruiting event up in uh, northern Arizona where we really started off just bringing a couple guys up to kind of have fun and show them a good time and it really morphed into a huge part of our business so that uh, has turned out to be a huge success and part of our business plan um, <clears throat> and let's see a failure or challenge a lot of our sales um, kind of rainmakers that we've tried to bring on have, uh, let's see, not, I guess not done great, to put it uh, lightly, so um, that's just been a challenge for us is finding someone that's driven, that has a good background, a good education, and, and holds himself
0: well and able to kind of put numbers on the board, so to speak. Sure. And just to also give you some context, I know we're in a slightly different setting and and we have some tools and guns laying around and uh, he had mentioned kind of that up north location that's actually where we're currently at uh jt's partner charles is you know has a property up here that they bring you know individuals successful individuals within their company and kind of you know have some time to decompress and work through a couple different things and show them some new ways to approach business how do you think that is beneficial to those guys, bringing them up here, letting them forget about kind of all the static that occurs you know, down in the valley and really let go and, and recalibrate in some ways? Yeah,
1: we purposely tried to take the opposite of the cliche approach. <clears throat> guys in our industry spend so much time under fluorescent lights and in big conference rooms at hotels and stuff. And it's tough to concentrate Uh, most of the time guys are checking their phones and doing other stuff and uh, we focused on small groups being in an outdoor setting um, and it just it's a whole different mindset and people are more engaged and that's you know half the battle so uh, one of our strengths and our core identity is our sales ideas Um, there's no better venue to go over these sales ideas when we kind of have a captive audience and their their full
0: attention. Well, J.T., I appreciate your time today. Um, just in closing out, you know what is a way that people can reach out to you, and and what's something that you can provide individuals with uh, that you know you currently have going on or that you're promoting, or how would you like to connect with the audience?
1: Yeah, I mean, our uh, we recently redid our website that we're pretty proud of really captures the essence of who we are <clears throat> it's a uh, consultbell.com and um, we work with a bunch of different financial advisors that wear different hats CPAs attorneys wealth managers insurance people and um, you know that's who we kind of serve and that's our customer base and we're proud of what we do
0: and help them be more successful and help their downline clients in creative ways. Yeah, I was introduced to Bell & Associates through my father, who's been in the business for many years. And, you know, all the experiences that I've had with them have been great. I've learned a lot. I, myself, I'm young. I'm 22. I have a lot to learn. Um, But they've been very supportive of me and and my endeavors and, you know, this being one of them. And I appreciate that. And uh, that's, you know, our first episode of the Day One Podcast. Thanks for listening. More to come.